Super Talk Mississippi media production. Whether you're looking to start a career with no student loans or change careers to land one of the happiest jobs in the world, yep, that's construction, Build Mississippi can help. Visit buildmississippi.com to learn why a career in the trades deserves another look. buildmississippi.com. Your future is waiting. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Richard Chenoweth with us today. He's the owner, one of the owners of Scranton's and, uh, and the Grand Magnolia in uh, Pascagoula. He's doing some innovative work today in the area of mixed use. We're going to come to that in a second. But he's also sort of an adventurer. He, as I mentioned when we went to break, he's kind of traveled all over. He's constantly looking either through these industry organizations that he's involved in and the travel that that enables or just on his own. He's, he's always looking for sort of the next important thing. He's got really famous friends. In fact, uh, in an interview not too long ago, uh, Jimmy Buffett said that Scranton's was one of his top uh, restaurant and bars in, in, um, on the Gulf Coast. Uh, what's the connection to Jimmy Buffett? Well, it's, you know, of course, the biggest connection is Pascagoula. And Jimmy has gotten to the point where, you know, he's gotten older and he's reflecting back on his life and everything like that. And Pascagoula holds a very, very special place for him, mainly because, you know, because of his grandfather. You know, his grandfather constantly lived here even after they moved to Mobile to work at the shipyard. His father worked at the shipyard over there. And so... um so, he's, but he'd always come over here on the weekends with his grandfather, and his grandfather taught him. He he had all these charts, and he would take him down. They lived on this bayou down there, and he would say, "Show me where we are on this chart," and he would show him where he was. And he said, "Now you see this bayou right here. You can go out this bayou, and you can go anywhere you want to in the world from here." And so that put a you know that was a big impression on him and everything, and so. Um, he's, you know, willing to come back and, you know, dedicate that Buffett Bridge. We, we wanted to name the bayou after him, but uh, they, it was already named after another historical fig- figure. So we settled on the bridge and then they made it Buffett Beach. They took it even farther than where we started. And he's just come back several times. Uh, he came here to the Grand Magnolia and played with Mac McAnally. It just, the, the, the earth collided together or whatever, the, all the constellations came together that it worked out that he was in Mobile. And he came over and he said, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna play three songs and then, you know, let let it go from there. And he ended up staying until 1.30 in the morning, you know, <laughs> at the, between the restaurant and the Grand Magnolia and, and just had a blast. Every time he's come, he's had a good time. And so, you know, and who knows, people, when people have access to private jets, you never know when, when they're going to show <laughs> no up. Doubt. And he's, yeah. he's good friends with Fran Tanning, who is my business partner's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. So we've all connected through, you know, all that. And he stayed here at the Grand Magnolia, too, along with Mac and everybody. So, so you know, and he feels safe and, and you know, is not bothered or anything like that. So it's, it works out well. That's that's so awesome. You know, it is. I think people do as they get older. They do reflect a lot more about their roots. And uh, and he's he's a he's a philosopher to begin with. 
Well, when he came down, it, it, he made sure one of his stops, and nobody really knew about it, was to go back to his old grandfather's old house. The people that were living in the house, they were just, you know, they said, keep this under wraps. Well, he showed up over there, and, of course, all the cousins, the family, everybody was there. You know, like people were there. But they left him alone. He went in the backyard and just, you know, just reflected a, a little bit and then, you know, got back in his seaplane and took off. <laughs> wow. That's so, that's so interesting. So tell me about your jet ski adventure. You know, I, I bought a jet ski from Perry Yamaha over here in Pascagoula. And, and for some reason, I just, I loved traveling on it. I didn't like it was like a motorcycle on the water and um i i just would cruise all the time it was like my boat and so it, i said well let's go to destin so i had two other friends that were also interested in it so we went to destin and then we said well let's go to key west and so we did the six days to key west and just every time we had fun you don't you're doing it for the adventure. You're doing it for the fun. Well, we just happened to work our way into the Guinness Book of World Records because of it. But we didn't do it for the Guinness Book of World. If you did it for that, you you know you'd be miserable. And then the next year we left and went from. We knew that. Then we got motivated by the Guinness Book of World Records. Said that record won't won't stand. That's only a thousand miles. So we left here and went to New York City. And, you know, Sean Kennedy, you know, we just we, we have all these relationships. You can't do anything in your life without relationships, without other people and, you know, other people believing in you and everything. So Sean Kennedy was our home base up there. We stayed on the Mariner when we got to, you know, Chelsea Pier where he stayed. Sean and I are still friends to this day. I was down in um, Naples not too long ago uh, on his boat. But uh so we got to New York, and then we decided the next year we were going to go from New York back and make the, end up making the Great Loop, which was from Pascagoula all the way back through the Great Lakes and the, down the Mississippi River and back to Pascagoula again. So uh, we accomplished that. It took us three years, but we did it. Wow, that is, that is so interesting. Good. Where did that sense of adventure come from? You know, we moved around so much. My father... Um, I mean, you know, he worked for Clark Equipment. We lived in Puerto Rico. We lived in we lived in St. Joe, Michigan. We lived in um, um, Chicago. We went from Chicago to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico to Havana, Havana to Pensacola, Pensacola to Pascagoula. We just moved around a lot. I, I mean, I was a little kid taking pictures of my kindergarten class and whatever that we were always leaving. One sister was born in Ohio, one sister was born in Oklahoma, another sister was like me, she was born in Bermuda. And so I think it's just a little wanderlust that I've always had. My answer has always been yes, now where are we going? <laughs> and it's, it's worked well over the years. But you, it's, it's afforded me a lot of places to go. But it's not just about going there and experiencing something new, but it's about being sort of a human sponge while you're there. Tell me about that part of you. You know, uh, we were we were coming in on our way runners. We were coming into Nags Head, and Nags Head is in the big bill fishing weekend. You know, we look like three hell's angels. You know, we're in rubber suits. You know, from head to foot, we got stuff tied onto these wave runners and fuel tanks and everything like that. And people were just staring at us. And I was going, "Oh my God, this isn't going to be a friendly port." 
And they were the friendliest people. They took care of us. And I said, you know, I learned right then, dig a little bit deeper before you prejudge what's going to happen and everything like that. And so that's kind of served me well because I've tried to go everywhere, you know, everywhere I can. I go with a big group of people that are friends of mine from all over the country. We have a common interest in these culinary learning journeys, and it's Part of an uh, it's part of an education foundation. It's how we raise money to put people through catering conferences and stuff like that. So it's a dual purpose. It's not just a single purpose. But getting to know all those people, if you don't think that that's come in handy with this pandemic, I mean, we do Zoom meetings every week trying to discuss ideas on how to get out of this mess. That's why I belong to these associations and everything because it gets me access to smarter people than I am. It gets me. you know, gets me, you know, builds relationships around the country. Everybody goes through different things. And so I guess that's where it's come from. It's, you know, I meet those people then I want to go see them again. Yeah. You know, I want to do my 50 states. I've got 49 states. I still got Alaska to go. Um, I did, you know, I did several of them in an RV for 9,000 miles, but we had a blast. And, and And you run into people that have a connection to Pascagoula everywhere you go. You know, they've either worked at Ingalls or they know somebody or they've been to Biloxi or they've been to Bay St. Louis. Everywhere I went, you know, we ran into people. It's, you know, there's a whole world out there and you learn so much from it. You know, Mm -hmm. you really do. And, And part of it is, yes, I'm always looking for that black and red fish, you know, that recipe that's, you know, became, you know, that took Paul Perdome, you know, Cape Pauls and everything like that. That black and red fish just swept the country. Yes. I, I could go here to the fish market and they try to give me the red fish before that. You know, now, you know, then you couldn't find them. But it's just, I guess, just that sense of that trying to, that knowledge, trying to be, brings positive stuff back to Pascagoula, stuff that I can use in my business that's going to, you know, make my business better and my life. So so this is Richard Chenowitz, the, the owner of Scranton's in uh, Pascagoula. But Richard, you know, it's interesting. As you as you travel, you, there's so many layers to what you talked about because it's about connecting with people. It's about enjoying new places. It's about soaking up sort of the culture. You talked about the culinary experience and all around that. And what's most important, actually, and you're using this today, and we'll get into this in the next segment, but um, you're using this as an opportunity to really find innovation, to find the best practices. What are the great ideas that are out there, and how can I how can I begin to embody that into my company and do some, do things? Because, you know, one of the things you've accepted is that this pandemic's not going away anytime soon. So why don't we build, why don't we build our concepts around the reality that some people might want to take out and some people might want to do things a little bit different as it as it relates to uh, uh, restaurants, and you're you're going to hit on a lot of those cylinders. You're learning about those kinds of things. Why don't we do this when we come back from the from the break? We're going to kind of continue this conversation about um, how he got to this point in his in his journey where he's being so innovative and so focused on building a Pascagoula that's going to be generational and have generational impact. We'll be back with uh, Richard Chenoweth after this break.
can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.